Hello and welcome back to the Defined Engagement Bookcast. My name is Doug Fine and I'm glad to have you again here today. Today we're going to be discussing with Trish Tagley, the author of Everyone Knows You Suck, Bad Boss Stories, A Succinct Guide. She has four pillars in her book and this is our fourth meeting and we'll be discussing that pillar and it's trust. Trish Tagley, welcome back to the Defined Engagement Bookcast. I know we're going to have a good time today and we really are thankful that you're with us. Hello everybody. We are here for the Defined Engagement Bookcast. My name is Doug Fine. I have a consultancy in Augusta, Georgia that helps companies, you know, grow their leaders, grow their engagement from their people, uh, get new ideas on the table, and just generally become a better company because of the way uh, people interact with each other. That's kind of my goal. And I'm here with author Trish Tagley, and she wrote this very provocative book called Everyone Knows You Suck. Bad Boss Stories. <laughs> a succinct guide to bad bosses. If you ever want to learn about bad bosses, this is the book to learn because she has case studies in here. And Uh Trish, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad you're back. back. Nice to be back. (laughs) You know, I was actually thinking when I was reading this book, Mm -hmm. I do teach, um, I teach graduate students in organization development, leadership Mm -hmm. stuff. I'm thinking this would just be an awesome, honestly, this would be a book to do case studies and let yeah. those young people that are learning about leadership, let them you know, take this case. Because by the way, people, they have cases like, let's say this is a case, uh, an experience by someone named Jessa. And she's talking about uh, what a bad boss did to her. And there's John and there's Steven and there's all kinds of real stories that people have told you over the years about yes. sucky bosses. Yes. And then you analyze the case and you say, well, this is what the mistake that was made. This is how the employee felt. So you 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 learn about what the employee is saying. You talk about their experience. Mm-hmm. Then you say, this is the mistake that the leader made. Mm-hmm. And then how the leader can recover from that or adjust. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. one of the adjustments for most of this is don't do that anymore. <laughs> Stop doing that. So it's a really good book, you guys. It's available um, on Amazon. You'll get it very fast. So Trish, this is our fourth episode and yes, we're talking is. about a couple things, but they all fall under the last pillar uh, called trust. Mm-hmm. Trust is hugely important in the workplace. Absolutely. Uh, in organizations, I don't think if there's not trust, you, you can count, you can just kiss it all goodbye, yes. frankly. Yes. Um, and I don't think a lot of leaders give that a second thought when they're lying and when they're dissembling and when they're um, making false promises and uh, when they're stealing your ideas. There's all kinds of stuff that go on in corporate and maybe, and of course, even in small organizations, but trust is not high on anybody's list. So you're kind of an out, you're kind of speaking, you're kind of a prophet saying, you gotta start learning what trust is. So we're gonna discuss today um, two aspects that fall under trust in your book. And one of them, the aspect is humility. Mm-hmm. And you, you put a story in your book. Uh, it's a bizarre story. It's bizarre. <laughs> it is. And it's a, it's a totally uh, up, up your alley for corporate stupidity. <clears throat> and 
excuse me, and it has to do with chairs. You want to tell the story and kind of what you're trying to, what, what, what are you trying to say here with this story about chairs? Okay, so this was a story that was told to me. Um, it's it's so ridiculous. So uh, someone that the person who told me the story, the storyteller, she got a new job, and she was told, "Okay, sit here. This is sit your, here. This is your this is your desk. This is your cubicle." But never it never mind the cubicles about the chair. So she had this chair, and it wasn't really a great chair. I mean, it was something that you could hardly, you know, it's just a small, tiny chair, but it had armrest. Okay, so whatever, you know, every office is different. <clears throat> and um, apparently some executive, high executive, saw her and didn't recognize her face. So he went up to her because he didn't recognize her face and he saw the chair <laughs> and apparently and he's like excuse me who are you and what's your position in this company and she said her name and then she said what she was doing and apparently there was a hierarchy to who gets what kind of chair oh lovely so yes if you're a High executive, you get a leather chair with an armrest. Armrests. If you're a slightly lower, ex you know, executive, you get a leather chair with no armrests. Uh huh. <laughs> Tell another, me more. I know, right? And then the next one was the next lower. Okay, you get a cloth chair with armrests. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and then. For her position, she just got a chair with no armrests. That's what she deserved. And I was just like, you have to be kidding me. First, first of all, I don't need leather, but I would like armrests. <laughs> but the, the fact that somebody went up to her, who was a higher, higher up, a higher executive, a senior executive, and they questioned her about a chair mm. how petty mm. and you know right right there you know what kind of culture you're you're in what kind of corporate culture and it's sad yeah it's sad that chairs determine your hierarchy in the company and even if you got the leather chair with no armrests i'd pass i keep you my cloth chair <laughs> With, the with arm armrest, rest. right, right, right. Well, if you get that leather chest, that le leather chair. chair without armrest, you've really made it. Man. Yeah, you're next in line for the one with the armrest. Wow. I mean, yeah. So what that has what, what what does that have to do with humility? What's your point there? Well, my point is that chairs, you shouldn't be de you shouldn't be defined by where you sit, how, you know, what, what equipment you get, what, what's best for the person, what's going to make them, help them do their job the best, in the best way. And with a chair with armrests, would people really be edified 
by the fact that they got a chair with armrests and leather and leather and armrests. So it's for me, it was like executives need to think about what they give themselves mm-hmm. as a sign of seniority. Okay, so that's where the humility comes in. Is what what am I what am I projecting to the team? Mm-hmm. Okay, so a leather chair is a sign of like I made it. You're better than. Yeah. So again, what are you projecting out mm-hmm. there to the people that are working with you mm-hmm. for you? Um, you know, I get this perk. <laughs> is is there any meaning in that? So humble yourself enough to not do something as stupid as that and give everybody the same damn share, even if it's just a cloth one with an armrest. Yeah, you even said in the book, like, you know, this person was at their desk in that chair, the wrong chair, for about four days. And if they were to, if someone was to make the move to go, we're changing her chair, that would be that would be even more sucky than having that's a chair hierarchy yeah that's humiliating and i wonder if that ever happened like did they change her chair you know we didn't get that far in that's the story. fine i don't even want to know <laughs> i don't even want to i don't even want to know what the company yeah. so um i i an, another principle that i love that we share because you're a um we're simpatico in the way we think about leadership uh-huh. and such um Humility is a huge part of yeah. being a decent leader because, and and there and there are so many um, people in corporate that kind of put themselves above everybody because of their position title, and um, they got there somehow or another. More power to them and all that, but it, it ends up being us and them, and if leaders, you know, kind of exude that they have um, superiority they're not going to build strong teams. No. The culture is more about uh, appearances, like what kind of chair you have. Nonsense, just nonsense. What kind of equipment you have? How big is your office? Where is your office? It's all nonsense. Yeah. It doesn't go to the bottom line. No. And it, it and probably it just gets people talking like, did you see the new employee? They, they got a chair with armrest, the new yeah. employee. So then you have people walking around <laughs> thinking, who the hell does she think she is with that armor? Nonsense. Yeah. Oh, yes. very silly. Oh, uh, she oh she got a leather chair with no armrest. <laughs> that that, that boggles my mind. That so again, you have these bad boss stories, and you could probably say there's some bad companies going on out there that allow yeah. these bad bosses. Um, you're very blunt in this book, and that's one thing I love about it. Um, so let's move on to our last really sub sub um, mm-hmm. sub. What am I calling a unit under trust? And it's yeah, subtopic. And, yeah, it's a subtopic. How hard was that for me? <laughs> um, you tell the story about a manager that remained neutral when it came to accusations about his or her team or his mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. and um, the accusations were unfair and political. Mm-hmm. which again goes back to corporate yeah. how people can uh how, how politically toxic some companies can be but 
this manager tell me the story and then tell us what what the point is when it comes to trust so what happened was as it was told to me mm -hmm. so it was a very political environment and this person was um so the person who told the story to me had a team and then she this person was the direct report to that senior executive. Right. Okay. Right. So in essence, they all reported to her, but the funnel was the team, the, the, ex, you know, mid-level executive and then the senior executive. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the senior executive called a meeting and called everybody into the room and started proceeded to tell the people that what they again this is this is from the advertising world because okay? mm -hmm. that's where i got most not more actually no i can't say most of my stories that's not true i've gotten them from government offices too but in this case it was from an advertising agency and she she gathered you know all her junior members and she said that you know there's complaints from different departments now different departments are um, uh, strategy account management and creative okay mm -hmm. so it was uh, in project management I think that this person was working in and she started the senior executive started talking about all these accusations made against this team. And then she ended it with, I'm neutral in all of this. And the, the mid-level executive, you know, my, the person who told me the story, she was, she was kind of astounded at the fact that her boss said, I'm neutral in all of this. It's like, no, you're not supposed to be neutral. You're supposed to be on our side. What did you say in defense mm -hmm. of your people, of your team, of the people you're... You're supposed to be defending. You're part of us. You're not neutral in this. So the, the mid-level executive, the, per, the storyteller, basically just started to rant at her boss because she felt so offended and she was protecting her team. Mm -hmm. Like these accusations are not fair because this, 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 you know, she gave her reasons. And what it also showed was that the senior level executive was not in tune with her team because mm -hmm. she didn't really know what was going on. So again, like I said, we come, we're coming around in a circle, Peter Principal, this person was promoted to a position where she was no longer um, useful or she didn't know her job. So she really didn't know how to defend and she called herself neutral. And for me, it's like you need to be involved with the people that you are leading. Mm -hmm. Okay, and being neutral, especially in a political um, slam, uh, political sabotage. Yes, is not the place to be. You need to make a stand. 
You need to make a stand for your team. And that's the only way that they're gonna trust you is if they know you they that you have their back. Okay, and that was the that's the bottom line to this is this person did not have their back for her to say, Well, I'm neutral in all of this. Yeah. No, and, you're and, not. And the topic is trust. So trust yeah. went out the door when that person talked to their team and just saying, I'm I'm just I'm just here. I wanna I want to be here to let you know that we're getting a lot of complaints and I'm neutral in all this. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you know, I actually remember being told this story and it was, the person was kind of reliving it. Yeah. She was you know, very yeah. animated uh, when she was telling me the story and I, I felt bad. I really yeah. did feel for her because, and for her team, mm -hmm. because for them to have seen that and heard that was horrible yeah and one way that it could have been handled better please is that maybe the senior executive could have talked to the mid-level executive sure they could have had the conversation on their own yes you know and then maybe deliver the the news or not because like i said from the way the story was told to me is it was political it was just this political maneuvering of who's going to get their way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it happens all the time. It happens yeah. all the time. Right? Who's who's going to who's going to have the best story or who's going to win the most favor? How can we weave this so we get our way? And it's it's terrible because I really think that people should work together. It, you have the best work when you all are on the same page and work together and share as opposed to sat, trying to sabotage each other's teams to what end right to create hard feelings so when i'm in a room with you i'm thinking like you're just gonna throw me under the bus that's what i was gonna say that's that's the that's that term might even be starting to be old school we got to think of another <laughs> way of saying it the bottom line is yeah Throw under the bus, kind of. You're thing. gonna throw me under the bike. You're gonna throw me under the Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. You know, um, I, the other my takeaway this to this also uh, while we're talking about this is that I think executive teams for some weird dynamic, unless you have a CEO that knows what she or he is doing in leadership. Executive teams just love to fire it at each other. So when you brought up that this was a political, mm -hmm. a political um, issue, and they were just trying to, really, they were shooting at this senior executive. They were just gunning for her, and she didn't know how to handle it because she'd probably never been an executive that you kind of start know that mm -hmm. you've got to start pushing back and don't let people. Um, don't yeah. let people throw you under the bus because that, that at that executive level, I've been there mm -hmm. and it's not a fun place when you have people that you're just trying to do good work and they have other agendas. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it happens all the time. It does. Executives just it saying, does. I want more people working for me. I want your piece of the pie. It just becomes really, really um, sick dynamic. But yeah, um, it does. <clears throat> you got to have a good leader. You got to have a good yeah. leader, a good headache chief executive yeah if you're gonna this, avoid that but this also the, you know we can also tie this to that more senior executive 
she didn't know the work enough to defend yes. to be able to defend her team and that's something that we talked about in a past episode absolutely right? is talk to your people get in the weeds figure out what's going on she didn't want to be bothered right so when the other executives came at her she yep. didn't know what to do so she was just like i'm just neutral in this no you are not you know you are not at some point when you are head of a department guess what you are responsible you take the bullet the buck stops with you mm -hmm. and if you and if you can't hold that buck guess what maybe it's time to go yeah or exactly you that's another message that you put through uh, <laughs> in this book the other you know a, a, a theme throughout this book is and i love it because uh -oh. you kind of say things like this you're getting paid the big bucks you have the perks you might not even have been qualified your job and you're to get that job but you have it now so listen buddy this is kind of what i'm hearing you know get get real and get some get some uh skills and and yeah. quit being a quit being a leader who sucks yeah but because you don't have any tolerance for it bad leader no. So no. again, this book is a, a short read. I want to, for the last little thing that we do, I'm going to ask you two questions. Um, you you put some terms in this book. Uh, everybody knows you suck. Uh -huh. And I've kind of described them as old school. Mm -hmm. um, but I love this. And here's old school. You talked about someone that could get a reputation or has the reputation of being spineless. And you don't hear that. No. That guy, that guy, that woman or man has no spine. But I think you're really talking about that senior level. She was spineless in that oh, yeah. she didn't defend. She just, she just, she just believed and she needed to fix it. So she came to the office with that team and just sort of, uh, I'm just get, letting you know how people are Throwing you under the Tesla. <laughs> yeah, they threw them under the Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, upgrade that term. So it's on the bus. It's a yeah, Tesla. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's lovely. I love it. <laughs> I threw them under my Tesla. Yeah. So Trish, um, last thing. Is there anything that you, um, we've had four episodes. Yes. Is there anything that you would, would like to say about the book that we might not have, we didn't cover everything. We just covered like different, mm -hmm. you know, different subtopics yeah. under the pillars. But um, and today's pillar was trust. Is there anything you want to say overall about what what could you tell me? Is there something I didn't ask you or something you would really like to say before we close about why someone should get this book? Well, OK. I think I, I said I said this in, you know, early episodes. Everybody likes to paint rosy pictures and, and positive and all that. And I, I went the other way because to me, that's the real world. And although, you know, it starts off with stories that are not good experiences for the employees, it's, it's not so much, and I'm gonna say this, not so much verbal vomit about being of negativity. That's not what this book is about. Right. This book no is way. about this book is about this is a story, this is the experience. Okay, mm -hmm. so you can be in the shoes of the employee who experienced the story. Okay, and as a leader, what what did you do wrong? 
and how can you fix it mm -hmm. okay so that's that's really the way that it's laid out and the the title might be slightly misleading in the sense that people will be like oh god i'm just gonna read all these you know it's sort of like a tabloid um tell all against some boss no this is a book where instead of making the mistakes yourself mm -hmm. learn from other people's mm -hmm. mistakes mm -hmm. don't be the person that when you're walking down the hall as you pass people are whispering like that's the person that doesn't do anything that's the person that got the promotion that didn't deserve it oh my god she all she does is take three-hour lunches oh my god all she does is leave early on friday because you know what people talk you might be getting the promotions but do you deserve it mm -hmm. and okay yeah take the promotion take the money but eventually you're gonna get found out yeah you will get found out and when you get found out at a higher level it's gonna be humiliating mm -hmm. so learn what you can now and apply it <laughs> learn from your people even yeah yes absolutely uh, don't be afraid to ask them don't be afraid yes. to say i don't know these are the yes. things we talked about in all the episodes so if you're just coming on this in episode four uh you have you've missed a lot in episode one two and three so trish tagley it's just been such a pleasure to uh, have this time with you to talk about your book everyone knows you suck bad boss stories a, a succinct guide to bad boss stories uh thank you again and thank i look so forward much. to uh talking some more and i think you're working on another book aren't you yes i am all and, right um the working title is optimal instinct partnering partnering profit with team morale and that's a working title so we oh. have to see how that's gonna go and that's more about who I am. I'm uh -huh. putting me on paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's a little more difficult because mm -hmm. um, it's personal and uh, it's really my philosophy. And yeah, I love it, that. It'll get done. At well, some good. Point. <laughs> Maybe I'll be lucky enough to uh, talk to that, talk to you about that. Book. Yeah. I would love to because when you talk about the work environment, um, what you think leaders should be doing and what you tried to do when you were in those roles. I'd love to hear more detail about that because uh, uh, you've got what it takes. And, and thank you thank again you. and congratulations for this book. I hope people go out and get it. Yeah, I hope so too. There you go. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you yeah. so much. Bye, Trish. Yeah, bye. We had four great episodes with Trish Tagley and I'm going to be speaking with another author next. We're going to have eight episodes with Laura Sikorikoff. She is the author of It's Not Them, It's You. Why Employees Break Up With Their Managers and What to Do About It. If you'd like to listen to more bookcasts, you can find me at anchor.fm or any place else that you get your podcast from. You can find me there. Come to my website. It's Define Performance Solutions and you can find me at DougJFine.com. As always, thank you for joining me, and we look forward to you joining us again for the Defined Engagement Bookcast. Bye bye. <laughs>